So um, this was brought up this morning, but I was thinking in our study as we were uh, going through glorious God, glorious gospel. And um, what are some exciting events that maybe you have personally been involved in or um, have take, have uh, maybe seen, maybe it was a sporting event that was a really great game that you were there for, um, that that you enjoy, you enjoy remembering and you enjoy talking about. Anybody have one come to mind right off the bat? Some of you can, uh, will remember that. Um, I think of here just in our church, I know there's a couple of, of young men that recently had an exciting hunt, right? Is that right, Gibson boys? And when I, when I saw, uh, I think it was Hunter that next Sunday, you know, he came up and maybe came up to some of you and, hey, did you hear I shot shot a deer and uh, was going for his parents' phone so he could show me a picture. Why? Because he was he was excited about it. Right. Um, I think of the the first deer that I shot. It was it was an 11 point buck. And my brothers stuck me somewhere because they didn't think any deer would be there. I, I guarantee you that's why, because they they were so disappointed when I shot it. <laughs> And they, they were off so, somewhere else and, and I'm sitting there with my single shot 20 gauge and there's some does in front of me and this is my first time out and I'm, I'm trying to stand as still as possible and they stopped too far away but I'm sitting there watching them and, and they're watching me and we're kind of just at a standstill and I'm trying not to move but I'm like so excited. I'm just, I'm just shaking and I hear, I hear something behind me and I'm like I don't want to move I don't want to spook them and I, I hear it keep coming and it comes up to the side finally I look over and here's this nice buck like 15 yards away from me and I and then I'm really shaking like I'm I'm so excited and so nervous and I turn and I pull the hammer back on the shotgun and I think I startled the buck as much as as I was startled that it was there because it turned and looks at me and it just freezes. I mean, it just, I think its jaw might have dropped. I don't remember all of it. Like, and I pulled up and shot and it just falls right over, you know, and I go up to it and I'm still just shaking with it. And I, I remember my brothers were just so surprised. They're like, you've got to be kidding me. You know, they were like, why did we put you there? Why weren't we in that spot? But I remember when I got up, we got up to the house. I, I picked up the phone and I called picked up the phone off the wall, you know, no cell phone, got <laughs> dialed my friend. I'm like, you're not going to believe what well, I wanted to tell someone what had happened because I was just so excited at what had happened. I think of little kids when they lose that first tooth, how excited they are. I mean, they're going around showing everybody, look, look at the tooth I'm missing. Why? Because they're so thrilled at what happened in their life that they can't help but tell someone or, if they're a kid, tell everyone about it, right? I mean, you've maybe been in the store and kids are, guess what happened to me? You know, I lost a tooth. Uh, they're so excited to tell people what had happened, what has happened to them. And transferring that over to, do we get excited about what God has done in our lives? And I really enjoy doing the, the glorious deeds of God 
because it gets us excited about what God is doing, of hearing how God has burdened someone to be praying for this for for 30 years. Man, that gets you excited to hear God answering those prayers. Um, Our verse that we looked at this morning in 1 Peter 2, it talks about uh, a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, um, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his light. That our mission is to to proclaim the the glories of God. Um, And then in Acts chapter 4, here in Acts chapter 4, it says uh, in verse 13, it talks about they saw the boldness of Peter and John um, and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men. And they marveled and realized that they had been with Jesus. But they looked and they saw the man that had been healed standing with them and they could say nothing against it. Uh, verse 15 of chapter 4, it says, But when they had commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred among themselves, saying, What shall we do to these men? For indeed, that a not- notable miracle has been done through them is evident to all who dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. So we can't, we can't discredit that a miracle has happened. It's taken place. We see it. Everyone else see, is seeing it. But so that it spreads no further... Among the people, you know, let's let's stop this now. We don't want people to know what is going on. Let us severely threaten them that from now on they they speak to no man in this name, that they don't speak of Jesus name anymore. So they called them in and commanded them not to speak at all, nor to teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said to them, whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you more than to God, you judge. Now listen to verse 20, for we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. And then it goes on and it talks that they went forth with boldness and proclaimed Jesus Christ. But what was their response? We cannot, you can command us to stop preaching in Jesus name, but we cannot stop talking about the things that we have seen and heard Jesus do. Uh, You think of the response of the shepherds after they went and saw uh, the Messiah born. And it says that they went and they told everyone what they had seen and heard in Luke chapter eight. uh, The man that had uh, was possessed by the demons. And when they went, when Jesus uh, had the demons removed, it says that he went and told everyone what Jesus had done for him. He didn't go back to his house. He went and he was proclaiming. So I was thinking about that in uh, going through the glorious God. And are we excited about what, first of all, God has done in our life? Does it make us so that we're like Peter and John of, hey, I can't stop talking about this. The transformation that he has made in my life, the working on my heart. I have to continue to talk about it. Um, thinking of kids when they're so excited, you might as well just let them tell you because they're good. They're almost shaking. Like I just have to tell you this exciting, you know, what I got for my birthday or, or whatever happened. I, I have to tell you this event. Are we excited about talking about what, uh, God has done in our life? Um, it says that we are to be a witness of the things that we have seen God do. So um, 
as Peter and John were, we're going to talk about what Jesus has done. We can't stop talking about it. A witness is one who gives account of what they have seen. So a witness job is not to convince someone of the truth. Their job, a witness's job, is to convey what they have seen, what they have experienced. And sometimes I think in in sharing the gospel with people and witnessing, it's like, well, how do I convince this person to come to Christ? My, My job and your job is not to convince them. The Holy Spirit is the one that does the work in their heart. Our job is to be a witness to them. Share with them what God has done in your life. Let God work in their heart. But our job is to be obedient. You know, we give a lot of excuses for why we can't witness. Oh, I just, I can't do that. I'm, uh, I'm, not, a, I'm not a people person. Well, when, when God saved you, he didn't, he didn't mark you off. Now, don't expect that person to be a light. They're not, they're not a people person. They're, you know, they like to stick to themselves. We like to use the verse Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You'll see it on uh, playing sports. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You know, we can beat this team. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I think we heard something about our prayers this morning about praying for our own benefits. We try to use that verse in a way of, oh, I can do all things. But somehow when it comes to sharing the gospel, are we applying that verse? God has called us to be a light. Hey, if God has called me to be a light, I can do all things through Christ because he is the one who is strengthening me, giving me the power. Uh, Moses made a bunch of excuses when God called him and we, oh, Moses, how, you know, here he is making all these excuses. But what excuses do we give why we're not talking to that neighbor, why we're not representing or witnessing what God has done in our life? So uh, many times we just say we can't. And a lot of times it comes down to we're more fearful what people are thinking than what God is thinking. But if we bring it back to finding our joy and our excitement in Christ, a child does not, well, I I know I'm excited about this and I want to tell someone, but what are they going to think if I tell them? They're so excited, they want to tell the whole world, don't they? And we as believers should be excited to tell other people about how we found forgiveness of sin, how we found joy in this life that is constantly trying to steal our joy, how we find hope for the future. You know, right now, there's very little true hope for the future. Um, People are, are desperate to find some sort of hope. And we have hope in Jesus Christ. In Psalm 34 and verse 8, it says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Um, today, there were some pretty good desserts downstairs after. There's quite a bit of chocolate down there. Um, there were some good desserts. Going through, going through the fellowship line, especially the dessert table, table you, uh, you take some and that first bite, you're like, you never really know what, what is in there, right? You never like... 
Okay, are, did they put nuts in there that I can't see? Um, what, what exactly is this, is this dessert? But you take that bite and you're like, mmm, no, no, that's, that's good. And you're like, oh yeah, this is, this is, this is good cake here. If you eat one piece of cake, take, take this one. This is good, right? Taste and see. I'm tasting and seeing that this is good. Taste and see that the Lord is good. We have tasted of the Lord's goodness. But are we keeping that to ourselves or are we saying, hey, let me share with you how I found hope in life. Let me share with you how I found peace. Let me share with you how I found victory over this or that. So your life and my life should be a constant proclaiming of the excellency of God. We cannot help but share what God is doing in our lives. Let me tell you, he's doing, I would rather sit at home on a Saturday afternoon, but God worked in me so that I was up on the square praying with other people. So are you, first of all, praying for the lost? And then are you passionate about sharing what Christ has done with you? And then last, are you living a life that then is backing up what your words are saying? So praying for them, first of all, as God has placed people on your heart of who you need to proclaim the excellencies of God to. Are you praying for them? It is God who works in their heart. Pray for them. But then are you sharing with them what God has done? Are you like Peter and John? Hey, I, I have to tell you this, this good news. I have to share with you. And then are you living a life that is backing up what your words are saying? Let's pray and ask God to help us in this. Heavenly Father, we need your guidance in this. And I thank you that as we step out in faith, it is you who is doing the work um, in their heart. You are the one working in our heart. You are the one empowering us. Lord, I thank you that it is not up to our wisdom, our understanding, but it is you that is doing the work. Lord, you have placed us here. You have placed us in this time to be a light. And I just ask that you would help us to be like Peter and John, where we cannot help but talk of you and your greatness. Lord, you are the only thing that is worthy of praise in this life and from our lives. And so help us that through our lives we might help other people in seeing how great you are. Lord, the world is in such a terrible mess and sin and Satan are constantly seeking things to destroy, lives to destroy. But Lord, you have given us in you is hope, is peace, is joy. So, Lord, we have the greatest news of all time. Help us to not keep that to ourselves, but to be very vocal, very wise in sharing with others and then also in living before others so that your name might be praised in Jesus name. Amen.